Welcome in to another episode of Gaslighting. I am one of your hosts, John Jamingo, the Charlie Brown of podcasting, and with me, my devious little sidekick, my co-host. I don't know if he's high. I don't know what kind of shape he's in right now, but we're all going to find out together. Devin Necker, how you doing, Devin? Good. You'd be pleasantly surprised that I'm actually 100% sober. I appreciate that <laughs> because I found out on other podcasts that you like edibles and I've listened to those shows and we'll get into this later, but edibles are not your friend during podcasting. That's all I want to <laughs> no. tell you. It's just not something that you, it's not something that you do. All right. So once again, you uh, backdoored me. You sent audio over to uh, Who Are These Podcasts? Yep. We did a show last week. Mixed reviews. Uh, some people laughed about it. Some people said we went on too long. Our mm-hmm. friend from down under, Harry, he hated it. He liked the show before when I was railing on Pakistan. He didn't like the uh, Who Are These podcasts. He only listened about half of it. And here's the thing with people that I know that when they tell me about the show, it affects me. So now I'm like, well, now I got to w- worry about what Harry likes. You know I what don't. I mean? I, I know I shouldn't. I shouldn't. <laughs> well, again, I said to Harry, I said, hey, listen, the guy that swings, he swings the same strength and everything, and he, he hits a foul ball and then he hits a home run. You know, every once in a while, you can't please everybody. All the time. You can't. Every once in a while, a round is a, is a dud. Yeah, but I, but I don't even consider that a dud. I, I don't. I just thought you were going to be funnier. Really? <laughs> John, I, I, I missed this morning. I have to do it now. <laughs> yeah, you, you did miss this morning. Yeah, I, w- I went to go take a short, like, you know, dad, 40 second, a 40 minute nap, and it turned into like five hours yeah i can't take a little nap like that I, I wake up and i'm i feel stoned to be quite honest with you so yeah the boomer bunker we you know, here's the other thing and i forgot all about this because i i have no memory whatsoever thursday we were, we were supposed to do evening shows i forgot all about I, oh, I thought that was friday oh no it is thursday it is thursday so yeah, we were yeah, supposed yeah. to do it on thursday we i forgot about it bob didn't say anything to me about it and we did thursday mornings and in the middle of the thursday morning i said like, hey wait a minute aren't we supposed to do this in the you know in the evening he goes, well, I didn't want to say anything to you. I thought you were, please remind me. Because on that show, it is a, unlike this show, it is a 50-50 cooperative effort. He does a lot of work finding stories. We pull video clips. I pull video clips. Stuff we share, stuff we spring on each other. And I'm really enjoying doing this because it's a, it's a lot of fun to try to figure out, hey, listen, we got another hour to do tomorrow. What are we going to do? So we didn't do the Thursday night. So you weren't there for the show. Uh, all it, It's just an old man echo chamber. I know why you really enjoy doing it. Old man. Explain <laughs> old man echo chamber. So it's just, okay. Uh, you and Bob don't see eye to eye on everything. Correct. But, you know, Bob has this, you know, chameleon-like way about him where he'll uh, he'll shift whoever he's doing the show with. Like, you know, when you do it with soft. Most of the things with soft he wouldn't agree with, but he like chameleon that episode. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you know what? You're right because I did listen to that show later on after that, and there was a lot of times. Hey, listen, I, if you don't agree with me, argue with me. Right, exactly. That's one thing you have to say about me. I really don't shift my content or my point of view to make sure that the other person feels good. Like, I'll argue with someone. I'll argue with you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then afterwards, I'll just be like, all right, I'll see, I'll see you tomorrow, dude. <laughs> yeah. But getting back to WATP, so we, we did the episode, and that was it. I was done with it. I put it out. And in there, I said, hey, Discord nitwits, now clip this thing and send it to Carl. Well, as usual, the Discord nitwits, I'll tell you one thing. They love to send my stuff over to WATP. So last night, they did a bonus episode about my response to WATP. And uh, Bob said, hey, they're, they're talking about you again over WATP. They're doing a bonus episode and they're talking about you. 
So I went into this court and I was listening. At one point, Carl says, you know, I wonder what he's thinking. And I typed in the chat. Hey, I'm here if you want to ask me. And he's like, oh, okay, you know what? We'll bring you on. So he brought me on and we talked for a little bit and explained a couple things and, you know, just basically said, hey, I appreciate you uh, making me cringe of the week. And we buried the hatchet. And, you know, maybe, uh, I don't know. He maybe he doesn't think I'm a humorous cunt anymore. Maybe he does. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, now apparently fucking... Carl took a couple, like, kitten swipes at me. John won't tell me what the fuck he said, so now I have to wait to, to listen to the fucking episode. You said you wanted to listen to it. I did, but then you said he said something about me, and I'm like, ooh, you know, my ears perked up like a dog. Of course. <laughs> you should. You should have some swipes taken at you. You can't just sit there. No, I don't want to. I like it when people have negative shit to say about me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, good. usually it's all negative anyways. Good. <laughs> So, uh, listen, I don't want to bore the audience with everything. No. If you want to go over to his Patreon and sign up to Carl's Patreon, you can go over and listen to that. Listen to the whole show. I have only I only listened to a part of it because Bob sent me a message and said they're listening, and then I went over. To, so I, didn't even, I haven't even heard the whole thing, and I'm not part of his Patreon, so I'm not going to be able to hear it. But Carl's over there, and he's, he's my new best friend, my new best podcasting <laughs> friend, Carl from WATP. And before we move on to the next thing, that is patreon.com slash who are these podcasts. Okay. We can do that. Yeah. That's Always. All right. So I have a new segment. Yes, sir. The new segment. And back in Brand X, I, used to, I still listen to a lot of podcasts. And friends of mine would be recording and they would always like be doing a news story and they would go off on a news story and they'd be talking about somebody like in that person. Mm -hmm. Like they would make up something. And I would always, it would be funny, but if you clip it out of context, it's like creepy funny. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So I figured I would start a new segment here called Out of Context. And I pulled some clips from a show. Uh, maybe you've heard of the show. Who are these podcasts? Okay. And this was the episode where they were talking about the overweight, obese people that were into some kind... Well, I'll tell you one oh, thing. Oh, are you that, talking about that polyamory show that they right, did? Right. I'll tell you one Fucking thing. Fucking disgusting. Okay. <laughs> so, Carl was in there, and he was talking about that episode, and I have this, out of context. Go! Oh, I'd rather have five penises in my mouth than one. Yeah, come on my face. That's fine. Anything else, Andy? <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's good. That's good. Oh, it's like, um, and I think in his intro, he has... Uh, like Stuttering John was telling this story about how apparently he banged a lesbian. Okay. And he has this out of context clip of John being like, you know what? I, I like penis. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, there was pod this podcast, Bad Cop, Bad Cop. Mm -hmm. And Jerry and I, we would do that. We would pull stuff out of, you know, each other's shows. So that's where this actually started from. And, um, Matter of fact, I have a, a clip of Jerry. This was from Bad Cop, Bad Cop. You know how straight I am? I'll fuck you in the ass to prove it. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, there was stuff that, that. And then I'm trying to remember. I don't know if I still have mine. I don't like to do this on the fly where I look for stuff that I said. I, I don't have it. But it basically, I was talking about the Taliban and how they uh, like to every once in a while have uh, sexual relations with a goat or sheep. Yes. They do not like gay people. They're very, uh, they're, they, they're offended by gay people and they kill them. Which is kind of ironic because Afghan soldiers seem to really like little boys. I've heard of that. So in the story I was talking, I was like, hey, listen, I don't get fucked by sheep. I fuck sheep. I just don't take a dick in my ass. So he pulled that and that was the, you know, that was basically the stuff. And that's how it kind of started. So, hey, listen. Listeners out there, if you hear something on a podcast and you say, oh, you know what? That would be a good thing for out of context. Jeez, let me know. Gaslightingpod at gmail.com. Yes. So send us, just send us or, uh, you know, just hit us up on Twitter. Gaslightingpod there, too. Or just email John any of your complaints that you have. He loves reading them. Yes. I love reading complaints. All righty. So let's get into it. Pat Oswald canceled his shows in Florida and Utah after the venues failed to comply with his COVID requests. So basically, Pat Oswalt, you might know him from the Drew Carey show and other shows. His wife died a few years back. 
Not sure what happened to her. I'm looking at this picture of him right now. Like his face and name does not ring a bell. You don't know who Patton Oswalt is? I, I'm I've heard the name. I just I, I've I've watched King of Queens. I know he was on there because my granddad watched it all the fucking time. Yeah, he was on King of Queens. That's right. That's about it. All right. I think he was on the Drew Carey show too. I never watched maybe the, Drew, I'm the wrong. Drew Carey show. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. He kind of looks like Drew Carey without the glasses. And before Drew Carey lost a lot of weight and then gave up comedy to go be the new Bob Barker on who, uh, what's that show? Uh, the Price is Right. The Price is uh, Right. Yep, The Price is the Right. The Price is Right. So comedian actor Patton Oswalt canceled upcoming tour dates in Florida and Salt Lake City because the venues will not comply with his request that the NT, the NT, the end. God damn it, John, with your stupid mouth. Say that one more time. The enten- attendees. Say that one more time. The attendees either show proof of full vaccination or a negative COVID test. So he said that he made requests to protect the people coming in. And they said that they're not going to do that. Well, they can't do it in Florida, right? Because that's a, against the law in Florida. True. And he says the good news is we're keeping everyone who comes to these shows safe and healthy because the numbers are going up. Now the bad news. Of course, there are five venues on the tour that will not comply with this. So he canceled the dates. And you know what I say? Fine. Cancel the dates. I'm all for, you know, freedom of choice. So let's say you don't want to be vaccinated. You want to go to the show. Why is it that you, if you want to get a negative, you know, if you want to get a, uh, I was going to say HIV test. If you want to get a negative COVID-19 test or an HIV test and then go and show them that it's negative, then what's the harm if you want to do that? It just says that you don't have COVID at that, that moment when you took the test. My question is, are, are they checking the date of which this test came back negative? Because if they aren't, I would just take like a picture on my phone and just be like, hey, look. <laughs> well, the uh, other thing is, too, that I think usually they say they want it within 48 hours. Yeah. Dave Chappelle, you went there and you took the test before they even let you in the building. Like they gave you like a. Oh, yeah, inst- one of those really quick tests. Yeah, quick tests. And then they would let you in. Although Dave got COVID after. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Joe Rogan is also having issues, but he's having it the other way. So, in other words, he was going to go do a a couple New York shows. That dumb, that dumb idiot's taking horse dewormer. That's meant for animals. You know that guy that took that horse worm and paste that joke? Well, no, that's not. See, Joe Rogan, the people that are against Joe Rogan are like, well, did you hear? Joe Rogan caught the COVID. Oh, well, you know, those filthy unvaccinated, uh, he caught the COVID. But then... He was taking horse dewormer paste. Jesus. Uh, he wasn't taking horse dewormer paste. The guy's looking worth like a couple, he's worth like $100 million. Why would he be taking horse warmer paste? He, he's got a doctor, he can get pills. Yeah. <laughs> you see your buddy uh, Alex Jones? He took, uh, it, he took it right yes. on the show. <laughs> of course he fucking did. He's like, goddamn psychopath. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Bill Gates and. And Fauci, I'm taking these pills. Are you not killing me with your moing, blah, blah, whatever he was calling them? I forget. Dude, uh, at first it was it started with the hydrochloroquine. They're not letting people take hydrochloroquine. It, it's a big deep state thing to push vaccinations. I can't. You know what? I think it is. <laughs> I, I don't think you'd be wrong. Like Jimmy Kimmel. God, I swear to God. Boy, did he fall. You know, back when you were like in diapers, he was cool. He had a show called The Man Show, mm. him and uh, Adam Carolla. And like right before they would go on breaks, they would have big titty girls in bikinis bounce up and down on trampolines. So their boobies would bounce up and down. So kind of like dead or alive beach volleyball. Yeah, kind of, sort of. So he went from that until it's like he wants to have everybody vaccinated and why don't you take the vaccine? And I mean, he's all in on the narrative. I mean, he's just opening his mouth and taking a deep throat of that narrative and just pushing it back. You know, and now he's back. He's back from his summer summer vacation because ABC was worried that they were going to cancel him and then they were going to have to fire him. So he's like, well, you know what? I'm going to take two months off. And then you nitwits, you know, in two months, you forget about everything. So then I'll come back and then I'll just come back in and I'll start talking about all the stuff that you hate. So you'll love me again. Oh, that Jimmy Kimmel. So anyhow, Joe Rogan has a 
a date at Madison Square Garden. And in Madison Square Garden, they make sure you have to have a vaccine passport to get into this venue. Oh. And he's like, hey, listen, if you don't want, you know, if you're unvaccinated and you don't want and you bought tickets already, you know, I'll refund it. Because he's like, you know what? I understand. He's not going to just go in there and make people show up and lose their money or whatever. And he's not yeah, like, no, a, Joe Rogan is a very pro choice guy. Right. Not unlike Patton, who's like, oh, I'm going to cancel the show because you won't, you won't make sure they're all vaccinated. Vaccinated how? You took two shots. Now you need a booster. So does that mean, do I need three shots to go into this venue? Do I need that? And a COVID test? Do I have to wear a mask? Today is my daughter's 21st birthday. So we went out. She got her first legal drink. Legal. Legal drink. <laughs> right, of course. So we go in, and we're sitting at the bar, and there are people sitting around, and there's ladies sitting there, or like older ladies sitting there, and no one has a mask on. Some people get up, they leave. Other people get up, they, they, get, they stand up, they put their mask on, and they walk out of the building. And I'm like, you've just been breathing the air in here for 30 minutes. Do you think that putting that face diaper on, getting up and walking 50 feet out of the building is going to stop like COVID all of a sudden? It's like, it's like flying around waiting for you I to mean, stand up and go for the door. On where, depending on where you go, some of those uh, you know, bars are not very well ventilated. Yeah. Well, this was an Applebee's, so it wasn't like- Oh, a- yeah. Okay. I remember back in the day when you could smoke in Applebee's. Like I remember being like six or seven- when you could still like smoke inside. <laughs> you ever see that? You know, it's funny. They have these, uh, they used to have these McDonald's tinfoil ashtrays that they would press out and they would always throw them on the table. They're collector's items now. Oh, really? Yeah. If you have like a McDonald's tinfoil pressed out ashtrays, you can put that up there on eBay, get yourself a couple bucks. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, and you know, of course, uh, Hot take Ted Cruz had something to say about Patton Oswald. And both of his fans are disappointed. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a good one. <laughs> Have I ever uh, asked you if you think that Ted Cruz looks a little bit like the Zodiac Killer? They say that, but the thing is that Ted Cruz would be like seven or eight years old when the Zodiac Yeah, I know. It's just so it's a funny thought. <laughs> hey, you know who he does look like? He looks kind of like Eddie Munster from the Munsters. Oh, <laughs> Oh, that show has not crossed my mind in a long fucking time. You know, I got to tell you, I'm kind of a fan of Ted Cruz. I've listened, you know, he's got a podcast called Verdict, and he comes on and he talks to uh, Michael Knowles, who is also has a podcast on Daily Wire, and they do a show, and he comes and, and he comes on and he talks to the people. And I think that more and more of the elected officials should use podcasting to talk to their constituents. And you know who don't want to do that? The politicians that are big pieces of shit, that do nothing, you know, have no opinion. They're just in there to stuff their pockets. And this way we can figure out who is who and we can get rid of them. I don't know, man. You know, podcasting is already, you know, pretty saturated as it is. I truly believe that if politicians were to do podcasts, it would just be more of the showboating that they already do. That's fine. At least I know where they're, you know, at least I know where they're standing or... You can send in questions and they can answer questions or, you know, you can make comments on, you can ask them, you know, things and they, they can ignore it. But when they ignore stuff like that, it basically tells you all you need to know. That's how I feel about it. <laughs> like, you know, reading questions live on there. He's just like, I'm not, I'm not answering that. I mean, <laughs> look at uh, AOC. She does Instagram lives where she goes sure. in and she talks about, I don't know, whatever stupid falls out of her mouth at the time. I'm serious. I feel that she and other are like, wouldn't you? I would love to. You know who I would love to hear a podcast from? Mm. Ilhan Omar. So I screwed my brother and I got him a green card and uh, he came to this country. And we came from a shithole country where the women didn't have any rights, couldn't learn how to read and write. And now we're here and we're trying to turn this country into a shithole country. <laughs> Go back. Well, you, I tell you what, you don't hear them screaming about any, you know, women's rights and shit over there in Afghanistan, do you? Nope. Yeah, we'll give you women's rights. Give you a, a, 
lead shot right to the back of the head. Turn around, face the wall. Do you see that the big uh, controversy over there now is that they're painting over all the murals, the freedom murals, and there was a mural of George Floyd over there, and they painted right over that shit. Why was, <laughs> Fuck why was George Floyd. Over, why was there one over there? I have no idea. Oh, because the one, it was one picture of a Afghan woman all, you know, with the headdress on, you can't see anything. And in her native language, it said, I can't breathe. And then the one was next to it with George Floyd. And in English, it said, I can't breathe. Yeah, because those two things are the exact same and similar. <laughs> if you didn't swallow all that fentanyl and shit that you swallowed and would have complied to the, the police, you might have been able to breathe. Who knows? I'll tell you what. You, you won't see any police kneeling on necks anymore. He certainly stopped that. That's a bunch of bullshit. There was no person who was a bigger Howard Stern fan than I was. Started listening to him and I don't know, 19, whenever he first came into Philly. Whenever he first started to simulcast into Philadelphia. Started listening to Howard Stern. Loved Howard Stern. He was, a, he was amazing. He was fun, entertaining, smart. He he was the first like really big radio asshole. Okay, all right. Just you know, I think he you know actually really said what was on his mind. He definitely did that, and he for a he, while he was a master, like a puppet master. He could make anything entertaining. Right. Uh, if if something screwed up on the show, that he made that entertaining, arguing entertaining, and he would sit back and he would bring in these crazy people, uh, Beetlejuice. Hank the Angry Dwarf, uh, Eric the Midget, Wendy the Retard. Uh, dude, one of my all-time favorite things was when they did the the Who's Smarter thing between Gary and Beetle. And they were just like, all right, Beetle, spell red. A-C-L-S-T-E-R. <laughs> red. <laughs> Uh, well, the one time Wendy the retard shit her pants while while she was on the phone with him. It's just like you never knew what you were going to get. No, fucking uh, you know what? What was his name? Fucking high pitch Eric. That psycho. Oh. <laughs> but um, oh, I don't. I don't like the the turn that Howard's taken. No, he turned into a puss. Yeah, he's a liberal puss. You know, just might play a little bit of devil's advocate here but you know why would you keep being that person when you keep getting these amazing deals from Sirius every time your contract comes up listen i get it all right but howard it's time to take your brazilian dollars and just go off into the sunset it's over right now he's just he, and listen he's always been a germaphobe always 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 so now he's over there ranting. Now he wants mandatory vaccines. Everybody has to get one because he wants his freedom to live. He wants to get out of the house. He wants to go next door and play chess. He wants to go out and take some pictures. Go out and take some pictures. I'm sure he's vaccinated. Oh, absolutely. Listen, you big bird nose pussy. Go out, put a mask on, take a camera, take your model wife and go out and, and take some pictures or go out and, and go play some chess. Put yeah, some and then gloves go back, on. And then go back home to your 36 cats. And in your mansion down in the Hamptons. Up in the Hamptons. In the Hamptons. Don't sit there and tell everybody what else what to do. He's not going out anywhere. There's, people are having parties in the Hamptons. I'm sure he's invited. He's not going. When, uh, what's his name? Uh, his uh, his limo driver. Ronnie. Ronnie the limo? Yeah. Yeah, Ronnie retired. And uh, what's, it, what's her name? Robin <clears throat> was talking about the going away party, and Howard was just like, no, you're fucking crazy. Yeah, so he wouldn't go that's, out anyhow. That's a terrible idea. Listen, if everybody tomorrow went out and got vaccinated, he still wouldn't go out. He's a germaphobe. No. He's, he's, he's turning into Howard Hughes. Instead, of, he went from Howard Stern to Howard Hughes. And the only reason that he's not totally fucked up is because of that hot mo uh, model wife of his. I think that's the reason why he's changed. Nah. Could you, wow. could you imagine being around that many cats? No. <laughs> yes. Yes. Back when I was married, I'm allergic to cats. I'm allergic oh, to fuck. cats where it makes me, like, I have breathing problems. Mm -hmm. My ex-wife 
had nine cats in the house. Every t- every room you'd be in, you'd see something out of the corner, moving out of the corner of your eye. There'd be a cat moving here, a cat moving there. And I don't like cats. Cats are assholes. Can't keep a drink anywhere because out of nowhere, it's just on the fucking ground. Right. I'm like, what the fuck did you do that for? And then what happens, a fly would get into the house and these fucking asshole cats would destroy the whole house trying to get this fly. They'd be flying off the couch. They'd be jumping off the table trying to kill this fly. I had a uh, recliner and uh, I broke the recliner. It was during the Philadelphia uh, Eagles versus the New York Giants. And it was the very last play. I don't know if you saw this or heard of this. It was a very famous play. They were in New York and they were down by, I don't know, a couple points. And they kicked the ball, punted the ball to uh, Jackson. What's his first name? Anyhow, they kicked the ball off. The The receiver picked up the ball and ran it all the way back for a touchdown. And they won the game with no time left on the clock. I leaked up out of the chair. In my, I had socks on. We had hardwood floors. My feet came out from under me. I crashed back down in the recliner and snapped it in half. <laughs> and the San Andreas fault shifted two centimeters right. that day. We, we had a minor earthquake. <laughs> so I snapped the chair in half. So I, call, I go out. I get a new recliner. They deliver the new recliner. It's sitting there. I go to bed that night. I come down to work. Come down. I'm ready to go to work. I come walking down the steps. There is a cat pissing on my brand new recliner. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that wouldn't be a cat anymore. Exactly. Like, I wanted to kill the cat. Of course, my ex-wife, well, wife at the time, She's like, oh, no, don't do that. I'll take it. I'll clean it. You can't get cat piss out of it. You can't get get cat piss out of anything. You cannot. So that night when I came home, she's like, oh, clean them. I'm like, I can smell cat piss. It's right near. This asshole cat didn't piss down on the seat. This thing hiked its ass up and pissed on the back of it like halfway up the seat. So you can't. The smell's going to be there the whole time. So I drugged that brand new fucking recliner out right out the front door and threw it down at the at the curb and she's like we can't put trash fuck that that thing's staying out there yes i know what it's like to have that many well not as many as he has i don't even how many does he have 30 something i i don't know i think i'm just like you know making up a random number because it's a woman that loves cats well the reason she loves cats is because he won't give her any kids when they got married he said hey listen we'll get married but you know what i'm not having any more children i have three children you know, we're done with children. I don't want any more children. So if you are okay with that, that's fine. Well, now, you know what? He should have gave her a kid because there's, it's easier to take care of a kid than 50 fucking cats. Uh, that place, I don't, you know what? Even with all the money that he has and all that shit, that place still must, I mean, all that money for that house and it must still smell like a fucking, ugh, that. There, there's no amount of cleaner that you can use nope. to get rid of that smell. No. You, you know those cats are pissing all over that place. Oof. How many ca- oh, yeah. how many litter boxes would it take for that many cats? And then you've got to clean them all the time. And as soon as you clean a litter box, cat's like, oh, fresh litter? Let me go in there, take a big steaming stinky dump in it. So from what I've heard, even with one cat, it's ideal to have two litter boxes. Oh, really? For one, Yeah, for one cat. I don't know. Obviously, it probably doesn't bother either of them because he has more than enough money to pay people to scoop cat shit all day good god all that money all that shit and he's living with he's a cat man i I, no (laughs) i couldn't man i couldn't right and he's he's pissed off because people won't get vaccinated like he needs everybody to have a vaccination and even if they were vaccinated he still wouldn't go out because he's a pussy howard take your brazilian dollars and be done with it. Get off the air. Stay with your cats and your wife. I haven't listened to... I got rid of my subscription back when he started on uh, America's Got Talent. As soon as he came really? on... Yeah. As soon as he started coming in every day and talking about America's Got Talent, I said, like, dude, I don't watch this show. It's a piece of shit show. No one cares. And you know what? I really don't care. I don't care about you being a judge on that show. Because that's when he started turning from Howard Stern. And that's when he started softening up. He was the one... That when Whoopi Goldberg, you believe Whoopi Goldberg used to date Ted Danson back in the day? Uh, 
I have no idea what you're talking about. You know who Whoopi Goldberg is? Of course I know who Whoopi is. I, I th- Do you know who Ted Danson is? Uh, no. I've heard the name. All right, he was the guy, the bartender on Cheers. You ever watch the show Cheers? <laughs> no, I have not. Oh, my not. God. You don't know who Cheers is? <laughs> I know what it is. I just, I've, I've never watched it. I've heard it, t- it talked about, and I'm just like, I, I honestly have no clue what's going on. Hang on. I got to show you something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me educate you here, Sonny. Wait, yeah. <laughs> all right i don't know how much i'm gonna play of this but i'm gonna play all this for you i don't know how much is gonna stay in this show okay this was the howard stern that i knew this was the howard stern that i loved all right and he used to have a channel nine show and Whoopi goldberg used to date ted danson so they roasted Whoopi goldberg and ted danson showed up to the roast in blackface and it said that Whoopi wrote all these jokes so howard the next week showed up like this our next pair of judges couldn't be with us in the studio tonight they're celebrating the new year from a secret location here they are hollywood's oddest couple ted danson and Whoopi goldberg via satellite transmission uh, how are you doing there missy robin quibbles you know, Robin Whoopi is a whole lot prettier after you drunk a couple of bottles of this here more liquor. <laughs> Drink on, honey. With every sip, you get better and better, baby. Your snatch smell like a kingfish. <laughs> oh. I didn't like that. <laughs> Ted, I must say that I can't believe you're still in blackface after the Friars Roast controversy. Oh, hush up. I hate blackface. I just can't get this shit off. <laughs> Besides, Whoopi done wrote everything I'm going to say here tonight, so it's all right. Ain't that right, you smelly nigga? Whoa! Yeah, you is a smelly nigga. <laughs> I got some more jokes for your New Year's Eve party there. You're not tired of this. And don't be racially offended, because Whoopi done wrote them for me, okay? Here go we go. Go ahead. Black hole. Black hole. You're going to love this. Hello there. <laughs> What do I love most about the Whoopi? Oh, yeah. Such has great timing. Hey, Robin, what does you call a black rocket scientist? I don't know, Ted. A nigga. No. Whoopi wrote it, Whoopi no. wrote it. Hey, did you no. happen to notice this? Holy crap. <laughs> Never saw that one before, uh, have you? What, what happened to comedy? Dude, I'm just saying, you know who, the, you know who was playing Whoopi Goldberg, don't you? Yeah, th- that was Ted. Well, no, no. no who that was, was Howard? Howard? Who was that? That was uh, George Jefferson, the guy, uh, Sherman Hems- Helmsley, who was oh George Jefferson. God. He had him in braids. And that's the shit that they did back on that show. And now here he is. You know, we can't. What does he call Gary? Gary the. Instead of Gary the retard, now he's Gary the. Warrior. I have no idea. Right. They don't have. He won't have Gilbert Godfrey on the show anymore or all that other stuff. He's completely went to the other side. So, you know, all these celebrities now, because now he's got money, he's going to retire. He's going to want to be hanging out with celebrities and shit. So now he's went completely the other way. I've, I've lost all respect for him, to be quite honest with you. Even How is he not canceled? I, I don't know. Here's the best part. Howard wrote a book, I don't know, a year or two ago, and he went on The View... With Whoopi Goldberg. He was on The View after he did that. <laughs> did they bring it up? I don't think so. Of course oh my they, God. Of course they didn't. Oh, God. I really wish it was still kind of that time because those are the jokes that I love. Like, that's that's comedy, man. I said this to you during the break. I, I grew up, I was in college in the 80s, and um, <laughs> I, I found your show so offensive. Um, oh, you used thank to- you. Thank, I, that's what I figured, right? He was, you were a shock jock. Shock You were shock jock. You used the N-word a lot. Um, you no, said, I really? didn't. I, yeah. I used the N-word. Yeah, he did. Wait a second. Hold on. I do. I say that. Whoopi, hold on. Wait, wait. Let, no, we let, had a I, guy on from the Ku Klux Klan. Yes. Who very freely used the N-word. Yeah. And my belief was, hey, Say it out in the open. Yes. And le- I didn't use the N word. Let's what? be very clear. <laughs> you fucking liar. What? You didn't use the N word. Uh, Whoopi looks like she's ready to strangle the man. I mean, are you kidding me? But holy shit. 
was, was batted around on your show. I, I'll rephrase no, I, it. And, and by the yeah. way, I make no apology for that. No, and you didn't. You didn't then. Because I, I don't like people who live under a rock. I said to the guy, let me hear what you're saying, and yes. let's confront it, and let's talk about and you, it. You also said some things about Gabby Sidibe. Um, I said my, a ton of things about people. About people. But, but, but my point yes. is, um, I, it was, it, I found it so offensive that I was turned off by it. Look, I'm putting oh, on a hand but, sanitizer. At crass, but, but, you, at, but you're a very different person today. Yes. And I loved your book. Thank you. Um, and I, I believe people evolve. And I do too, and that was yeah. part of the point in writing the book. I really, I am a big proponent of psychotherapy and a, and a good, loving relationship. And yeah, there has been a lot of personal growth for me, and I think it is possible to change. And I think the show is a lot more balanced. I'm not going to say the show isn't crazy and wild, mm -hmm. but we've also opened it up to some new ideas where people, some really fantastic people, are coming in and feel safe enough to be interviewed <coughs> and get into some real... Uh, Pussy. Fuck you and your safeness. There it is. He says he never said it. I played it. You heard it. I don't know. Should I bleep it out when we, we put this out? Can we put a show out where he says it? Yeah, he's saying it. It's not us. All right. I'll leave it in there. All right, good. Better. You know, fucking pussies here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say anything. In other words, I don't want to use that. I mean, I have said it before, because there's recordings of it, where I always said, I was a N-word. Uh, yes, I, 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 I still own that recording. Right, I have that. I mean, I've said that. But, okay, yeah, and I can freely admit that, too. Growing up in, like, middle school and high school, I played a lot of internet video games. And that was something that got thrown around sure. <laughs> quite a bit. My favorite line is from Artie Lang, where he said, you know, when you lose $10,000 on a game when a wide receiver drops a ball that's in the end zone, mm -hmm. stupid African-American just doesn't cut it. <laughs> <laughs> so God. for him to sit there now and say that everybody should be vaccinated and you know, why are we going to let the stupid people ruin our lives? I never said the N-word. My hair is definitely not a wig. Right. I, I don't have a gray hair in my head, but I don't dye it. Back when Beth was dating him and everything, I'm, I'm sure that was fine and all. But like now, Howard Stern, that's you're talking 20-something years later. I guess it really does. Like, you know, it goes to show like either when you get older, you evolve and change or like... John Jamingo, you stay the same way. Mm, I think, well, uh, okay, so this is what I'll say about me. I'm just true to who I am. All right. I don't, I don't put on an act. I don't say things just to make people feel good. I say what I say. I say what I said. That's it. You know, I'm not going to go back on it. I mean, I've made mistakes and I apologize if I say something that I shouldn't have said. I mean, I think on the Boomer Bunker show, I said that all liberals should hang, take a rope, find a tree, and hang themselves. <laughs> that probably wasn't a good thing to say. I was emotional I, at the time. Things I'm happen. Still, so I'm still surprised you guys are still on Twitch. <laughs> you know what it is? You know why? Because nobody watches us over on Twitch. That's the only reason. That's the same thing with Facebook. I mean, uh, YouTube. The reason that we're on still on YouTube is no one watches us over there. Just you Discord nitwits. You're the only ones that watch us. I have to. If, I'm, I'm obliged. Right. If we went and got, uh, you know, if the show grew and more people started watching it, we would get bounced off of YouTube and Twitch right away. That We would get three strikes and we'd be out. That would be the end of that. All right, my friend. You want to do some uh, relationship advice? My favorite part of the show. All right. So we've went, uh, we... I'm sorry. I'm not giving you credit for this because you know what? You didn't do dick for this show. Normally, your one thing that you put up on the board, you didn't even do that this week. I'm not even going to give you any excuses. There's no I mean, point. There isn't. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. You know when I did all the prep for this show? In two hours. In two hours, I found all this stuff. Pulled audio clips, pulled video clips, and even produced on the fly. Went right over to YouTube and got stuff. So I don't want to hear it. You're the whiz, John. 
I just if I don't do it, what are we gonna do? <laughs> Sit here and stare at each other for an hour? Somebody's got to do something. Too busy jerking off, dude. <laughs> I met a deaf girl the other day, and we have plans to hang out on Saturday. What is something we both can do to make things easier on both of us? Well, I would say a music concert, Sal. I don't know. So here's the here. I, 21-year-old male, approach a deaf girl, 20-year-old female, a few days ago outside a grocery store, and we had plans to hang out on Saturday. Now, this is one thing that I know, that this girl had to be smoking hot. Once he found out she was deaf, she really, really had to be smoking hot for him to continue, because this is a big pull. I know a little bit of sign language, but not much to effectively communicate. She did say she wanted to teach me sign language, and I'm down, but it sounds like a definite process. I'm willing to learn, but it will take some time. She's super pretty, and I've been texting a lot, and I want to secure the first date. But obviously, barriers make this difficult. Every girl I've been with so far has been fully functional. <laughs> so what's uh, some... I think that's a little bit ableist. That's ableist language. Right. So what's something that we can do that doesn't require a lot of vocal interaction? What are some of the do's and don'ts? Okay. Like you, like you said, concerts, uh, bowling, you know. That doesn't require a lot of stuff. You know, she'll sit up there. She'll run up there, throw a strike and go. Look at me. Well, it's funny, too, because um, my grandmother on my dad's side is actually uh, deaf and does sign language a lot. But when she does it, she talks at the same time. And she's been doing it for so long that. It, you know, it's very easy to understand her. Like, you know, I can have full conversations. She reads my lips and everything. And it's great. But this dude obviously has no experience with a deaf person whatsoever. Right. He's definitely going to have to learn sign language. But then again, I thought to myself, if she's smoking hot and she is deaf, this could be a really, really good opportunity. Because how many times has your wife done something or something and you just turn your head and you just say something and what you say? You're never getting that with this chick. She's never. If you turn your head and say something, like you could turn her and say, "Boy, you stupid cunt!" I swear to God, you know. And she will have no idea as long as you. Know, all you have to do is not look her any, you know, look at her so she can read your lips. And there's just no way she. You can say whatever you want about her, but you are going to have to learn things. And you know, again, you you're not going to be able to go to the movies. You could be at home with some Netflix. You got to turn on that caption thing. That annoying thing is it's going along the bottom of the screen so she can find out what's going on. I, I personally watch Netflix with the captions on. Do you? It distracts yeah, me from the show. I can't do that. It distracts me from the show. Look, if she's hot, I think you go for it. All right? Yeah, Even, just do it. Go it, to a museum or something, dude. Yeah. Do something visual. Figure out what visual shits that you two can do, and then you're going to have to really learn sign language quickly. Or listen to her talk like... Devin talked before we. Why is everything the same? You put. Fucker. How did that happen? Ugh. For all of you listening at home, uh, instead of John putting up different screenshots for the different relationship advices we have, he put the same screenshot four times. I did not. I put different <laughs> ones up there. I know I did. I pulled them. God damn it. They're all the same. How did that happen? Good job, John. <laughs> hey, listen, you. You don't say shit. You didn't do nothing. You sit there with your vape. <laughs> do nothing show up i'm supposed to do all the work all right luckily i have a backup plan oh good let's get into as the discord turns so you keep saying multiple times people come up to me say devin why do you do a show with john why do you podcast with john that's a and then they they don't ask you why do you do a show with dave has anybody asked you why do you do a show with dave uh, Roybert has, but that's because he's a very big uh, simp for Dave. So I was in uh, the Discord after I got off of work last night, and Roybert was in there. You know, I'm sitting there, we're chatting back and forth, and Roybert goes, why do you even do a show with Dave? 
I'm like, because I enjoy doing a show with Dave. You enjoy doing a show with him. I, I do. I like talking to the guy, and I like doing a show I, Listen, with I understand like talking to the guy. I, I definitely understand that. And then Roybert goes, but have you listened to any of Man Brain podcast? No, I haven't. And he keeps asking me the same question throughout the duration of three hours, over and over and over. Well, I'm he, like, dude. He's usually drunk. And, oh, absolutely. you know, Damn. he's the Canadian like his fire water. All right, so listen. <laughs> So normally, the show that we did, Rubberneckers, when I quit, that show morphed into the HIV positive show, and it was always behind the paywall. One of the best shows on Patreon. One of the best shows on Patreon. You going to stand by that? Yeah. <laughs> you are? I have clips. Oh, oh, good. So this was the last... So finally, Dave, I either forgot to put it behind the paywall, but it was actually on his uh, YouTube channel. So I got a chance. I said, well, let me, let me listen and see what they're doing now. It's been a while. Devin's on the show. Let me see what's going on here. So this was the... It's, I don't know if it's the last show, but it's a show with Andrew on it, who used to be on Rubberneckers too. And this is basically how it started out. Uh, instead of uh, Andrew helping me with the pre-show checklist... Um, he decided to talk about some musical and do some rapping or something. Yeah, wasn't my rapping great, Dave? This is the beginning of the show. This is like the music stops, and that's what you get. This. <clears throat> uh, I mean, are you kidding me? All right, I'll move it ahead a little bit. Do some rapping or something? Yeah, wasn't my rapping great, Dave? So, is that a word? The show started, and now we're going to do the pre-show checklist. Uh, okay. I think that sounds like a great idea, don't you, Devin? I'm sorry there, pal. We can't hear you. Devin? Devin? <laughs> Devin's not even talking. Cool. De Devin's talking. Uh, Devin's silently protesting. The silent treatment? Hey, buddy, from, from I know you're not trying to be rude here, but maybe your mic is off. Oh, <laughs> I think I fixed it. Hello? It's good to hear you. Good, buddy. This, hey, is, hey, the, buddy. this is the we beginning of the show. The, the pre-show checklist while we're going. This is this is a positive move forward. This is a long pre-show checklist. I think it's very it got, thoroughly it even, detailed and it'll help us make a great show. It got even longer. All right. That was the first minute and a half of the show. Still a good show, in your opinion? Uh, you know, sometimes there's uh, you know technical flub-ups when you do a live show. Sometimes people do uh, drugs and forget how to work things. Do you think maybe <laughs> that before you open up the mic, you clear your throat, and the first thing that the audience hears is, <clears throat> <clears throat> all right, so we're going <laughs> to... We're going to do, I'm going to bore the show with the pre-show checklist. I mean, all right. So then finally, after five minutes and 40 seconds of boring the piss out of your audience, you finally get to the open, the intro of the show. I'm like, okay, here we go. We are going to hear this, the, the energy and everything for the show. Here we go. I got some positive feedback from our old show for the, uh, for the pre-show checklist. <laughs> Oh, so I thought it was time to bring it back, Andrew. Well, and that's why we use our ceremonial gong that Devin just hit <laughs> in order to introduce introduce oh it. Thank you for the gong, Devin. You're welcome. Trello board order. I'm sorry, this isn't the beginning. Who? Oh, that's got to change. This is droning on from the beginning Andrew of the show. And Devin. And not, and not Bob. It's good to be here, guys. This is the beginning of the show. Why is anybody listening to this still? I'm hoping, okay, so maybe this clip is where you start. You finally, five minutes and 40 seconds in, you finally get into the intro of the show, where, where the energy should pick up. All right. Well, that's enough of that. I can't take any more of it. Neither can in we. In the most positive way. Next, let's do in the most positive the bit way. where Devin starts his introduction, and then and Andrew interrupts and claims that he can do way better. And then Devin gets annoyed, but then tries to not be annoyed. I, I think that Andrew should just do the intro. <laughs> no, 
That's not what the script says. Well, thanks for the baton pass, friend. You're welcome. I guess I'll introduce the show. Welcome to HIV Positive with me, Dave, and Devin. Me being Andrew, also Laugh Track. And I, uh, are you guys intro the show? Oh, no. Can't you feel your balls tightening? Are you embarrassed right now? No, not at all. You're not embarrassed at all. No. See, this is a problem. This should embarrass you. No, it shouldn't. This show right here is going to do nothing. Since we've started this show, progressively you're getting worse. We used to put up one topic. Now you're not putting up any topic. And this is the reason why. This. Well, okay, it's the reverse thing. This now Devin says, well, actually, this is how we do it. The only show where we're positive. Feed positivity off each other. Didn't you just hear the positivity in his voice? Yeah, off Devin's voice. I'm positive. Oh, my God. There's this... nothing negative about my tone. Oh, my God. That's the intro to the show. Talk about from where we were with Rubberneckers to where this show is now. Do the world a favor. Put that behind a paywall. And believe it or not. It's supposed I, to be. <laughs> what is it supposed to be? Do, do me a favor. Explain to me what this is supposed to be. Okay. So the, uh, the premise of the show is that we take these, uh, these terrible things that are happening. Like, you know, uh, vaccine passports. You know, Andrew Cuomo. Really enjoying uh, young women. And we are supposed to make, put them into a positive light. Okay. Uh, you know what? That does sound like a great premise. That's not what's going on here, is it? This is an audio show. Don't shake your head. Is this? A- <laughs> no, it's not. It's not what's going on oh, here. I, I kept fuck it up. It's <laughs> like, yeah, hey, you know, it probably would be a great idea if I just took an edible right before the show that started. Was your, that was what you should think you should do is take an edible? So basically what this is, is Dave barks orders to his monkeys, and you guys do what he says. This is, yeah. Hang on. Here we go. I, I, got, I got receipts. Loki, the TV show. Let's talk positively about how amazing a show that is. A show I've not seen. Wow. So tell me how great it is. I, I think Devin just summed it up there with his little, uh, Wow. Owen Wilson plays a great character in that TV show. Now listen to the silence. Hold on. Listen. Come on. (laughs) I think it's amazing that the writers thought that that would be a good show to put out. Tick, 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 tick. It, It is an interesting concept. What is the rough concept? Why is everyone talking like this? It's almost like you can't act positively naturally. I'm I'm very positive in a natural sense. All right. So I searched real, real hard. I, I said, come on, please give me something that's funny. At the 30-minute mark, we have this. Um, speaking of uh, Mexicans and entertainers, um, is Horatio Sands? I don't know if he's actually Mexican. I think people just think he's Mexican. Do you know Horatio Sands? I do not. Saturday, I'm familiar with his work. Saturday Night Live. There's uh, some allegations against him. <laughs> how oh, yes, how we, I, I know this guy. How yeah, do we I, haven't, be, I haven't heard anything about this. How do we be positive about the allegations against him and a 15-year-old? Oh. Well, did the uh, 15-year-old want it? There we go. There's the joke. <laughs> the first <laughs> joke. 15 at the time. He was not 15 at the time. He was on Saturday Night Live, and she was a super fan. Well, there goes my positive take. There, finally, Andrew comes out. So two and a half hours of that. Two and a half hours. Dude, I don't know. I mean, you're good on this show. What happens there? Like, you should be able to carry that. 
Uh, I'm, you know, being positive is a very difficult thing for me to do. Then just be yourself. You know what? It would be better for you to be yourself and him to yell at you to be positive the whole time. That would probably even be funny or even entertaining. But two and a half hours of this drivel, they should take these shows and take them over to, to uh, Pakistan and use these to torture the Taliban. That's what should be done with these shows. I think it'd be a very effective means of interrogation. Jeez. I'll tell you anything. I'll tell you whatever I'll let tell you where the weapons are. I'll tell you anything you want to shut this fucking shit off. <laughs> Holy shit, you American you horrible, horrible, horrible people. I've never had so much torture. Holy shit, is that bad? Holy shit. And you're gonna do that after this? Yeah. When when of we get done here. You're going from here to there to do that. Quick question. You got to put your best foot forward. Okay. Quick question, because I just would, I'm dying to know. Yes. Go to the board for that show right now and just give me a little taste of what you're going to be. Just a little taste of what's coming up on that show. Okay. All right, um, here we go. Uh, let's see. Why should abortion be banned? Oh, that's an interesting topic. I would love to hear that. The positive take on that. Okay, I'm with you. Come on. Uh, What's next? Come on. Come on. <laughs> oh, God. What's the next topic? Come on. You can say it. It's okay. Oh, no. Oh, wait. Here's one. Cripples get government funding to fuck. Okay. Being positive about that, that's fine. You skipped over a shitload before that. Oh, I know. yeah, I did. <laughs> Come on, what are they? Come on. Uh, the, there's also a... Where's the one? List all of the positive attributes of John Javingo. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there's something. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, fuck. I have to learn sign language. God damn it. I have to... Oh, okay. So, one of Harry's requests, because... Harry has been one of our patrons for a really long time, so whenever Harry asks for anything, we would try to do it. Harry's a wonderful guy. I like so Harry. I don't have Harry's a-, a good guy. But now I forgot that I have to learn how to uh, hand sign HIV positive oh. in Australian sign language. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, fuck. Uh, what time? How much more? Well, wait a minute. Five o'clock. When do you start your? When do you start the recording over there? Oh, not until six. We're at. Uh, me and you are at like. An uh, you got an hour, hour seven. Yeah, oh, we got an hour. that's horrible. All right. So what have we learned, Devin? What uh, have that, we learned from your experience over there at HIV positive? It is a very safe work environment. <laughs> okay. You don't have to ever worry about being fired. Okay. All right. Let let us go with the, just as as a podcast. What do you think you could do on the HIV positive show to make it even slightly worth listening to? Uh, maybe actually take your uh, advice and actually be a little bit combative. I would like to. Now I would like to hear that. And. Uh, uh, definitely not taking edibles before a show. I, I think that's also a good move. <laughs> oh my god, I can vaguely remember getting in there and I'm like, why is my mic not working? <laughs> and I'll give you another suggestion because I'm not here just to bash, I'm here to help. Right, of course, you're all, you've always been helpful. Alright, so whenever there's nothing going on and in your mind you hear 1001, one, start talking. Alright, whenever okay. there's a, a second and a half of silence where no one's talking, start talking about anything. Just keep it going, because the amount of silence between what you guys are talking about is crippling. Like, people, if anybody wanted to listen to that, they would check to see if their phone shut off. You, actually, that is true, because there are, you have no idea how many times I've done that when I've been listening to a show, and all of a sudden there's just, like, complete silence, and, like, you know, they don't have a music bed or anything. I'm like, what the fuck? Did my phone just stop getting the... Yeah. Hello? <laughs> Right. I mean, listen, I know the show is not edited. I get that. All right. It was a video and I understand sometimes there's, there's pauses and there's pauses in this show. I go back and I edit those pauses out. I try to tighten it up and make it entertaining. But holy Lord. And when I listened to that, I said, you know what? This could ruin Devin. And I am trying to get you to talk more, 
to be more interactive. I don't want this to be the John show and you laugh. I don't need you to be the laugh hole on the show. Yeah, no. And I've been trying more not to do that. Right. But now I listen to this shit. What's going on over there and everything, every positive thing I do to train you, you go over there and it's ruined. (laughs) I mean, cut me a fucking break. He's going to ruin you. Watching Dave have you on a show like that is like watching a man abuse a child. That's what it's like to me. Anyhow. All right, well, listen, I don't want you to say, oh, you know what? I, I couldn't learn the sign language because John was over here bashing me oh, on our other show. You think I'm going to do... I don't throw people under the bus like that. No? No, I'm not. I just, I just, you know, send... I just throw my podcast co-host under the bus to other more popular podcasts. Hey, <laughs> you know what? I respect that. I respect that because, you know what? That was initiative. You took yeah. that. You didn't even tell me. You said you didn't say, you know what? If he does something, what if he does something? If he doesn't, he doesn't. And you kept it under wraps. And then when I found out about it, I was like, that motherfucker. But I respected you for that. That's initiative. That's yeah. yes, yes, I like that. This shit over here on the HIV positive, taking an, an edible and sitting there <laughs> and just doing nothing through the whole show. Two and a half hours of that. It should be a crime. All right. That's it for this show. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you everyone for listening to Gaslighting. On if you keep enjoying it, make sure that you subscribe on wherever you listen to podcasts. That way you get updated as soon as a new episode to come out. We are on Twitter at Gaslighting Pod. Make sure you email John at gaslightingpod at gmail.com and make sure you give him all the shit possible. Sure, why not? Yeah, and send him all, send him your favorite TikTok so he can use it on his boomer show. I I'll play him here too. Don't don't threaten me <laughs> no, with a good time. No, no, <laughs> yeah. we are not a TikTok show, motherfucker. I'll play him. Don't you <laughs> threaten, threaten me with a good time? Oh, motherfucker! All right, everyone, we'll talk to you next week. All right, later. <laughs>